Welcome to the Engineering Emotions and Energy Podcast, where you can relax, recharge, and reconnect. And now, your host, Justin Wink. Welcome to the show. Great to have you here. So thank you for listening. That was a weird way to say that. That happens sometimes. Sometimes the words just come out odd. Anyway, however odd my words are, aren't, will be, have been, never will be again. Uh, It is good to have you listening. So thanks for following, rating the show five stars, and telling a friend. Do appreciate that. So today, talking about maybe you had a situation. I'm just going to talk talk about my experience. So it's like I did everything right. I'm at the peak of my game. I I can't see how I could do anything better. It's almost like I was at perfection, yet I still didn't get the outcome that I wanted. Things still just didn't go my way. It It must be something else. There's probably nothing else I can do. Right? Right? Clearly, there's nothing nothing that I need to change, right? Or is there? What is it that top athletes do, no matter whether they lose, tie, or even win, especially if we're talking about elite championship athletes? What is it that they do? They check the game tape. Now, what's the game tape? This is something that like I barely know. I'm I did some sports in high school. I got through sophomore level high school football and after that I I did not play anymore organized sports professional amateur whatever just not my thing so I never actually got to a level where we did review game tape but I was aware of it and I've heard of this and also heard of this in a personal development context so this is where it's going to come into handy to you because we're not talking about the Super Bowl run up or playoffs or tournament, any of that. This is sports analogy for non sports stuff. The way game tape works is so you had a game and maybe you won, maybe you lost, maybe it ended in a tie. Either way, you're going to go through that entire game and you're going to, you're going to play through and you're going to look for opportunities or mistakes, or challenges, but things you could learn from so that if you were to play that exact same game again, you would do it differently and ideally in a more constructive way. And one of the benefits of reviewing game tape is unlike on game day where it's going and there's no stopping, with game tape, you can pause it, you can rewind it, you can play things slower, you can even play things in reverse. And you can even look from different angles if you've got multiple cameras. So how do you review game tape? And why why is this an important topic to me? And why might this be an important topic to you? So if you listen to the last week's episode, I was talking about the book release and how there's personal challenges still getting in my way. And it's one of those I almost have a hard time remembering exactly because when I was recording that episode, I had been having trouble sleeping because I had come down with a horrible outbreak of hives, which is this, uh, usually it happens from an allergic reaction to something, could be something you ate, or it could be something your skin came into contact with, but the skin comes up with like these uh, large red welts, possibly all over the body. It was pretty much everywhere except above my neck. 
and it's itchy. It's itchy as fuck. And these things can also be set off by stressors. And my big stressor was having uh, some challenges with my dad where he had sent a box of items that uh, he had collected from, uh, if you've been paying attention, uh, and I do appreciate it, but if not, that's why I'm catching you up. Uh, my mom passed away. She died in late August of 2022. And so I guess he's been going through her house and finding things that uh, he, he thought belonged to me. Uh, so he sent two boxes. There was no note of explanation. It was just a box of random stuff. And some of the things were, you know, very clear. This is mine. This is, you know, something I gave her. Or this is some notes or poems or something that she wrote about me or for me. Or maybe it was something like something I had sent her. There was also some pictures. Some of these pictures, I was like, well, I want to have some of these. And two, it's like, these might not necessarily be just for me. It's pictures of like maybe me and my dad or a family picture. And I, I'm like, why, why doesn't he want these? Does he not, not want me in my life? So that, that happened on Friday. Well, Wednesday is when I got the box. And Friday of last week was when I broke out in, into hives. Like I'm just sitting with a friend at a Starbucks. I recommend the sitting with a friend. I'm okay with Starbucks. It's not my favorite. I prefer a good alternative place that not as sugary. Do my best to avoid sugar. Anyway, was there, and all of a sudden I start itching, and I take my jacket off, and I see my arms, and I'm like, oh my gosh, hives. When's the last time I broke out into hives? It was when I was around six years old. It's kindergarten, first grade. And that was when I first kind of started realizing, like, I better just take shit, shut up, not say anything, because my dad, my mom aren't going to put up with it, aren't going to handle it well, whatever. That's the kind of stuff that can start to get under your skin and physically manifest it as, as the hives, the rash, like literally. Uh, I eventually was like, okay, I got to say something about this package and how it was was sent with like no explanation, just felt like it was thrown at me. And I did my best to text like, hey, I just want to know why you're sending me certain things. That's all, that's all I want. Because if, if there's a reason that you're, a message you're trying to send, make it clear. I don't want to have to guess, you know, do you want me in your life? Do you not want me into your life? And that started what uh, commonly happens between my dad and me uh, lately, it seems like, in the past many years. He hates that I'm talking about this. Uh, that's one of the things that he, he tells me. He tells me that, you know, yo, you're going to have some great podcast material. Like, like that I love that so that I can't have podcast material. I have so many things that I'd rather talk about on this podcast than shitty, shitty interactions with my father. You guys know that. Uh, most other people know that. For some reason, I, he chooses not to, not to know that and chooses to put me down. Or at least that's, that's my perception, that he's putting me down, that I talk freely about what happens in my life on this podcast, more so than he would, more so than what other people would, would do. And you're like, well, Justin, are you kind of being like a dick or whatever? And you can, you can have that opinion. That's totally fine. He has his, his opinion. There's consequences to everything we do 
and there's also consequences to everything we don't do. And one of the things that became abundantly clear in the <laughs> consequence of having hives is that if I don't speak out, if I do say si stay silent about something that is important to me, that I believe I need to have a boundary about or I need clarification on, it can cause physical harm damage. And that's probably more true about almost anything. Just I was fortunate enough that this was something that I could not ignore, that it was just so in my face that it's like there's something wrong, something needs to be handled. Often these things build up over years, decades, until you know, depression, but maybe even more challenging, horrible physical things like cancer or heart disease, things like that. So there's a consequence. And I've decided that I value my health and I value doing what I believe I'm meant to do, which is to communicate things on this podcast and via my book and through my coaching that can be of benefit to others so that they can live a more fulfilling life. Not just be successful, but be doing what lights their heart up, makes them feel alive, makes them love not just what they're doing, but the people around them, and just be loving life. With that, I'm willing to take the consequence of friction with my father. Not because I hate him, not because I don't want him in my life. To the contrary, love him very much, really would like to have great, fantastic relations. Just, I'm not going to give up what is important to me and what I believe is what I'm meant to be doing in my life just to keep him not even happy. The man, the man isn't even happy. He just is not expressing his pain outwardly at me. Just prevent him from doing that. So I've made that, that choice, that consequence. That's a bit of a long way, but an important reason to get to, we had, we had an exchange and it did not go well. The end result is we kind of got to a point where I'm like, hey, do you, do you want me in your life? Or not, because I'm gonna I'm gonna have my boundaries. I'm. It's not just you get to do whatever you want, emote however you want, say whatever you want, be angry at me however you want. That's done. I've done decades of that. I asked, can you respect my boundaries and be accountable for your actions? Then I would love to have a relationship with you. I was I would love it. Be wonderful. And he said, no, don't want that. Can't do that now. And which is fine. That there's a part of me that's like, I think I did that perfectly. I Flawlessly. It's all on him. There's nothing else I could do differently. Or is there? And so this week, and I, I meet with a therapist weekly. It's been very, very helpful. And I was like, hey, I had this exchange with my dad. It's mostly on text message. So can we, do you think it'd be helpful to go through it? Because it brought up a lot of stuff from my childhood and all these things. And he was like, Oh yeah, we can we can go through this. This can be really good because usually in these types of things, each person is just being defensive, which then makes the other person be more defensive, which makes the other person be more defensive, and then eventually it just gets to whatever the pinnacle of that is. And he's like, "In your case, it's you and your dad don't speak to each other." I'm like, "Yeah." And so me and my therapist ran game tape on this interaction with my dad, and from my perspective, I was like, "I." I'm doing amazing. I'm seeing all like, there's all these things that I want to do. I want to tell him to fuck off and die. And who the fuck is he to bring up my mom? I want to, I want to let my anger loose too. But I'm like, I'm restraining. 
but we're, you know, we kind of read through my messages and he goes like, well, how do you think he felt from that? And it's like, oh, he probably felt like kind of hurt. And um, like, maybe I could see how I could see that. I don't think he's that important kind of now that I reread this. He's like, what do you notice about yourself? I'm like, I'm seeing that I wasn't really as vulnerable and open-hearted as I could be, that I was still somewhat defensive and kind of putting some barbs out. Like I didn't, I didn't really say how hurt I felt um, by by what he did. Maybe some of you have heard this, but maybe some of you this is new. That there's this there's this way of communicating uh, called nonviolent communication or NVC. I can't remember the name of the person that uh, there's there's a book. If you go like nonviolent communication, you know it's one of these you can read a whole book, but I can summarize it really quickly. It's often when somebody does something, we go. You made me angry. You you said I suck, and you made me angry, and so it's your fault. It's your fault that I'm this way because you did a thing, and that made me this way. That's typical language because it's really like it's it's attacking the other person. It's saying like you did this. It's your fault. There's something wrong with you. Nonviolent communication is all about kind of putting stuff into little buckets in a way so we can kind of really more clearly see the parts of what's going on. So the first part is you just state a fact of what happened. So like in this example, it's my dad sent me a box of things without explanation. That's, it's just a fact. It's a thing that happened. Then the second thing is um, basically how, how I felt, which is you did, you did that, you sent the box. And then I felt like I'm not important that I'm not worth uh, communicating with and that uh, I'm not wanted. Um, and I felt hurt because, and, and I, I, fe- I feel hurt. And then the third part is um, a little bit of getting to like, why does that, why does that matter? Cause there could be some of these things that like, you know, if a postal person says good morning, but doesn't ask you how you are, it's, probably not going to create an emotional response because that doesn't like hit up something that you value. It's not like I value everybody that I come in contact with asking me how my day was. Otherwise it's just not going to be a good day. It could be fine for me. It's because I, I value uh, connection with people and f- feeling understood. I value that. So that's the third part. And then the fourth part is just like the request uh, which is, you know, could you do this differently? Like, and could you in the future, let me know what you're sending me and why you are sending it. And again, the request is different than a demand. A demand is you better do this or there's going to be consequences. A request is they could say yes, or they could say no, that's a request. And so when I look at that through that lens, I missed that second part. I didn't really express how I was really feeling that I was feeling like very hurt. And it's because I do value a relationship with him. So by missing that, I kind of just put out what was wrong with him. And then where does that naturally lead? You tell somebody what's wrong with them, what they should do differently. They usually want to just do go right back at you. Oh, yeah, well, here's what you should do differently. And as much as I tried, I can see now after running the game tape and kind of going through the different perspectives and going from the different angles and seeing how I wrote things, how he wrote things, that, yep, I could definitely have done a different, better job, been a little bit more discerning, been a little bit more skillful. 
It doesn't mean that what I did was wrong, and it doesn't mean that what he did was wrong. It's just what we each did resulted in the results. And if those of you that listen to this are fans of math, there's this old, old thing that if you do change one part of an equation, it's going to have an effect on both sides. of the, I think it's the transitive. Again, it's been a long time since I've done formal math. But basically, if you know A plus B equals C, if you change B, if, you, if it's instead of A plus B, if you do A plus, A plus X, it's not going to be C anymore. It's going to be something else. So if I change, that means the relationship can change without him having to do anything. So the whole point of this is no matter how well you think you might have done in an interaction, it's so valuable to go back through it. And especially with someone on your team that wants you to have the best possible life. So for me, in this case, it was my therapist. For in other cases, sometimes I have friends that I'll bounce things off of. Other things, it's coaches. My question to you, is there something in your life that maybe has happened recently where you could run game tape on? And who would you, who'd you run game tape with? So I'd love you on social media to let me know that or write me podcast at justinwink.com. What's something you'd run game tape on and who would you run it with? And if you're like, oh, fuck, I don't have anyone, definitely send me a note because maybe, maybe you and I will run some game tape. Would love to chat and see if that works out well. Because that's honestly something I am phenomenal at is coming up with different viewpoints, perspectives, things like that. Whatever our problem is, when we're in the problem, that's not the place we're going to solve it. We got to get to a different point of view. And sometimes we can do that on our own, yet sometimes it's only going to happen or it's going to happen way, way easier if you do it with somebody else. You don't have to do all this stuff alone. So do encourage you, whether it's me, whether it's somebody else, find that teammate and check that so that you can learn, you can grow, so that you can make the differences in your life, in your relationships, in your career, and whatever it is you do, so that next time you're like, oh, what the fuck did I just do? Ah, time to run some game tape. So with that, thank you so much. Appreciate you for listening. Take care and good day. If you want to contact the show, email me at podcast at justinwink.com. That's Justin, W-E-N-C-K. And find me on social media, Justin Wink, PhD, on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, and YouTube. And if you want ways so that you can relax, recharge, and reconnect, find the Tuesday 20 every Tuesday at 12.05 p.m. Pacific. It's only 20 minutes, and it's going to get you relaxed, recharged, and reconnected. It's on YouTube, and it's on Facebook. So looking forward to seeing you there.